Hello, my friend, and welcome to Wisdom Trek. I am Guthrie Chamberlain, your guide to wisdom and creating a living legacy. Thank you for joining us for our five-day-per-week wisdom and legacy-building podcast. This is day 748 of our trek, and time for our Philosophy Friday series. Each Friday, we will ponder some of the basic truths and mysteries of life and how they can impact us in creating our living legacy. As we continue on this trek called life, sometimes we have questions about life. So our Friday trek is a time where we can ask Gramps. Gramps will answer questions that you would like to ask your dad or granddad, but for whatever reason, this is not possible. No matter how old you are, I know that all of us would like the opportunity to ask dad or Gramps questions about life in many areas. We will address areas such as finances, relationships, health and fitness, business and work, home repairs and renovations, seasons of life, spiritual and biblical questions, and any other areas that come our way. As your fellow sojourner or mentor on this trek that we call life, it is my goal to provide you with practical wisdom and advice about any area of life. It is crucial, though, that I receive a constant flow of questions, so please submit your questions to Guthrie at wisdom-trek.com or send me a message at the bottom of any page on wisdom-trek.com or you can even text me at 740-350-5732 and I'll answer your questions on our Friday podcast. We are broadcasting from our studios at the Big House in Marietta, Ohio. During this most wonderful and magical time of year, where we celebrate the birth of our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ, I tend to get wrapped up in the Christmas season. As Christmas Day draws closer, it is more difficult to stay focused on work and other responsibilities that must be fulfilled. I would rather sit in front of a roaring fire, look at the Christmas tree, and reflect on the season. Now there is a time for that, but I know that it can't be the entire month of December. You may find yourself having a difficult time enjoying your work or staying focused on your work most of the year. Many people do not like their work or job and have a difficult time staying focused and motivated to do good work. So the question for today is, hey Gramps, how can I stay motivated and enjoy my work every day? I find it so difficult to do. So the title question for today is, what is your calling? First, let me start out by saying that it's just unrealistic to think that you'll be overjoyed every day at work. No matter how much you love what you're doing, we all have days where we just don't feel good physically, mentally, or spiritually. With that being understood, as with all of life, enjoyment first comes when we choose to enjoy our circumstances or situations, regardless of how difficult it may be. Our happiness may be impacted by our current situation or happenstance, but deep abiding joy is grounded in the fact that God is in control of every situation and He will provide us with the peace and joy needed to endure it. Another, and maybe even a more crucial point, is the understanding that as a Christ follower, our work or occupation is actually our calling. This may be a stay-at-home parent, which is very honorable. You may be a laborer, a business owner, a doctor, a lawyer, a pastor, or even an executive of a worldwide company. Whatever God has called you to do for this season of your life, it is your calling and purpose to advance His kingdom throughout the world. As long as your work is not immoral or illegal, no work should be considered unworthy of your best efforts. During the time that most of the New Testament was written, at least within the Roman Empire, up to 50% of the population were either slaves or indentured servants. They had no choice of occupation. And yet the Apostle Paul wrote in Colossians chapter 3, verses 23 and 24, Work willingly at whatever you do, as though you were working for the Lord rather than people. Remember that the Lord will give you an inheritance as your reward, and that the master you are serving is Christ. 
Whether you own your own business and feel that you are the boss, or you work for a company and have a boss, ultimately you are serving Christ in all that you do. Your work is your calling, and its purpose is to meet the needs of your family and then to further God's kingdom on earth. If you are in a job that you just don't like, and you do live in a country where you are free to choose, then start making plans and preparing for a different occupation. This transition may take months or even years to accomplish, depending on your training needs and the job availability, but you can start preparing for that transition today. Until that point, though, your current work is your calling before God, and that position is no less important than being a pastor, an executive, or even a business owner. Throughout the history of the Bible, there are numerous examples of persons who made an eternal impact for God by just being obedient in their position where they were. The Apostle Paul even invested much of his life in ministry to making tents. Joseph, the son of Jacob, which is the father of Israel, was sold by his brothers as a slave, and he invested 13 years learning as a slave, even being wrongly accused and then imprisoned before becoming the second in command in all of Egypt. While I am sure Joseph had many days where he was not pleased and wondered what God was up to, he always worked diligently. He was promoted to lead Potiphar's household before he was wrongly accused by Potiphar's wife. And after being sent for prison because of those accusations, he worked so diligently once again that he was put in charge of all the other prisoners. He worked diligently at all he did as a slave, and then he became the ruler second in charge of all of Egypt to advance God's own plans, not his own. It was his calling. Nehemiah was another example. He was a slave in exile and the cupbearer for King Artaxerxes, and yet God used his lowly position to gain favor with the king and then go on to rebuild the walls of Jerusalem in preparation for the return of the exiles. In chapter 2 in the book of Nehemiah, after hearing about the desolation of Jerusalem, he became very sad, but he records this interesting statement, I had never before appeared sad in his presence. I am sure that this was not the first time that Nehemiah felt sad, but he did what was expected of him because it was his calling. Another prominent example is Daniel. He was a slave under King Nebuchadnezzar of Babylon. Then he served under King Cyrus and King Darius of Persia. He worked tirelessly for them, and by doing so had a tremendous impact for God. Daniel remained faithful all of his life in the midst of his difficult conditions. And as far as we know, Daniel never did return to his homeland of Israel, and yet he worked for God, not his earthly masters, because it was his calling. Unless you view your occupation as your calling from God, it will be difficult for you to remain satisfied and focused on doing your very best. Your occupation is your calling so that God can fulfill his work through you and for the furtherance of his kingdom. Just like Joseph, Nehemiah, and Daniel, you may never become a pastor or what we consider a full-time minister, but your impact for God can be even greater by working willingly at whatever you do. There will be days where it is easier than others, but if you stay focused on your calling, regardless of what it is, you will have an impact for God. Your calling may pivot and change in the various seasons of life as you follow God's leading, and this is more than fine. And in your life, you should seek to grow and advance to be the best possible you. We are told in Romans chapter 12, verse 11, Never be lazy, but work hard and serve the Lord enthusiastically. All of us have a special mission for God to do His work wherever He places us. As Christ followers, we are all doing our part to further God's kingdom here on earth. And one final word of exhortation from Gramps is found in 1 Corinthians chapter 3, verse 8. The one who plants and the one who waters work together for the same purpose, and both will be rewarded for their hard work. 
I hope that answers our question for today. And next week, we will have another question to Ask Gramps. Gramps will answer any questions that you may have about life and will provide you with practical wisdom about any areas of life. And please submit your questions to Guthrie at wisdom-trek.com. And Gramps will answer them on our Friday podcast with wisdom and philosophy that Gramps has gained over many years of experience and study. I know that you'll find these insights interesting, practical, and profitable in living a rich and satisfying life. Our next track, though, will be Mindshift Monday, where we will help you to live differently by thinking differently. So encourage your friends and family to join us and then come along with us on Monday for another day of Wisdom Trek, Creating a Legacy. If you'd like to listen to any of the past 747 daily treks or read the associated journal, they are all available at wisdom-trek.com. You can also subscribe at iTunes or Google Play so that each day's trek will be downloaded to you automatically. And thank you so much for allowing me to be your guide, your mentor, but most importantly, I am your friend as I serve you through the Wisdom Trek podcast and journal. And as we take this trek of life together, let us always live abundantly, love unconditionally, listen intentionally, learn continuously, lend to others generously, lead with integrity, and then leave a living legacy each day. I am Guthrie Chamberlain reminding you to keep moving forward, enjoy your journey, and then create a great day every day. See you on Monday.